You're listening to Aubrey CD Speaks, where truth is spoken for your freedom. Hello, you are listening to Aubrey CD Speaks. Thank you so much for uh, choosing to listen to uh, this podcast episode today, which is episode two of season four. I'm so stoked to to be able to say season four. Like, wow, uh, I've been doing these for some time now. Um, I'm still, <laughs> I, I still consider myself a newbie since a lot of the sound and the editing and everything I'm doing on my own. I'm, I'm getting better at it. Uh, thank goodness I'm a little bit of a techie, um, techie, not trekkie, although I am a bit of a trekkie, but I digress. Um, but I'm still learning and I'm having a lot of fun learning and through this process, through the years. And um, I am so stoked to be able to um, record this and then upload it. And it's the second one in February, which looking at this week, it might be the last one in February before we start March, which is fine. It just gives me an ample opportunity to do more in March. I am so, so excited. So stoked. Um... And, um, so let's get started. Now, uh, this episode, I really thought when I was, I was praying and I was asking the Lord, what do you want me to talk about? Uh, what do you want me to cover? Um, I thought that I was going to get to go a little bit more into Abraham or about faith, which is very important. I'm telling you, it's a very important thing when it comes to your walk with Christ faith. Um, I know that just like I said in the last episode, I know that in, in the church today, in the Christian church today, uh, there's an emphasis, no matter what denomination you're in, there is an emphasis on works. There is an emphasis on doing, there is an emphasis on what you are doing. Uh, there's an emphasis on your doing is based on your walk with Christ or like your level of Christness. Um, and, and how much you're doing has to do with your level of Christness as well. And, um, and that's all, that's just all nonsense as, as, uh, as, uh, King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes in the King James version, it is all vanity. That's how I will put it. Vanity, vanity, all is vanity. And honestly, all the works mindedness in order to be at a certain level of Christianness, Christness is all vanity. And so um, I thought we were going to go kind of in that direction of talking about faith once again, emphasizing um, the importance of faith in your life and how simple faith is and how simplistic it is to be born again, how simplistic it is to walk with Christ, how simply he simplistic it is that he, he even wanted us to walk in it, to just trust him, look on him, have faith in him, uh, understand his word, have faith in his word, 
uh, and and just keep on trucking, keep on walking, and keep going forward. And he's got us. He's got this. He is our strength. Um, even though you know in our weakness, he's strong. And because he's strong, we can walk strong as long as we are in him, our eyes on him, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I, I really like saying that. So, um, so I, I, I say it a lot. But. Um, Always looking, always looking at him, eyes on him at all times. Um, and uh, anyone that has ever heard any of my other podcasts, I talk about being at his feet and being at his feet is so important. And being at his feet, feet in a lot of ways is a, is a display of faith because you're not on your own. You're not doing, you're not doing the doing. You're, you're not, you're not upping your level of Christness in the Christian church today. Um, and, uh, it's a very radical, simple, raw walk with Christ. And it's all he's ever wanted. He just wants to walk with us. He wants to be with us. He wants to live life with us, his spirit in us, coming out of us, flowing through us in order to bring others to Christ. That is simply how we are to live and be on this earth, lights in the darkness and, and it's so simple. We, we don't have to do anything to get better. It's just simply being in him. And I know that's so very radical. I know even when I said there's some but, but, buts here, but really there are no buts. It's just simply being him and being loved by him and being with him and living through him and him living through us and, just being in his presence and our eyes on him and living life with our eyes on him because everything else can get done as long as we are with him at his feet, eyes on him. Everything else will get done. The preaching of the gospel, we will preach the gospel. People will come up to us and talk to us. They will be drawn to us like moths to a flame. They will be drawn to the light. We will be like a, a, a house on a hill well lit, you know, uh, uh, like a lighthouse with the, the lights going, we will, we are there. We're a beacon. Um, as long as we're, we are allowing ourselves to be used by him, to be, to be a vessel, you know, and, 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 uh, all these things will happen. All these things will be done. Um, if our eyes are on him, we're at his feet and just trusting him, Everything else will be added. Everything else will be done. Uh, and, uh, and of course, that doesn't mean doing nothing. But the doing is done. I know it's so strange. But, you know, what part is, is, is not strange when it comes to Christ and when it comes to the Father? But all the doing will get done at his feet. And, and we won't be on our own feet. Like spiritually speaking, we won't be on our own feet. And uh, we will we'll be walking and moving forward and going through all of this with him. We were never meant to do it alone. We were meant to do it with Holy Spirit. So we're never alone. Holy Spirit is with us. Like Jesus says, the comforter will be with us, right? That's Holy Spirit. Oh, he's so good. And I thought, <laughs> now that I've spent seven minutes talking about this, I really thought we were going to get into that a little bit more. And and as you can see, I got a, a bit of fire in it. I mean, I love talking about having faith in God and just trusting him. It's so very simple. And maybe the Lord will direct me to go that way again. I really hope so. I I, I can see it happening. He's really been like, 
he's been pouring a lot into me um, about this, even in just just lately, um, has really been talking to me about it. And, uh, and so I, I'm probably going to go over this again at some point in time, but not today. It is not this day. Um, the day may come when we will talk about faith, but it is not this day. Yes, I love Lord of the Rings. Okay, now, um, what, what the Lord was directing me to talk about today um, was, <laughs> was, um, <sighs> was, um, <laughs> was revival, um, and, and, and not, um, so much like what it is or about it or anything like that, because I've talked about that before. It's in previous episodes, previous seasons. If you want to look into them, have at it. Um, and I might talk about it again at some point. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, I'm, I was completely undone by revival. It ruined me for anything but his raw, tangible presence. And anything else that is done is like, ugh, you know, I just want him. Just, just be with him. Let's just be with him. So, um... Yeah, I've been ruined forever for, because of revival, but we're not gonna really talk about, like, um what is revival or the definition of revival or what it looks like, not anything like that. The Lord was directing me to talk about, um, what's, what he's going to do, what is about to happen, um, what we're about to see and hear, because what's going to happen, what's about to be done and what's going to happen is going to bring some offense to the church. And that's a big C. You know, the Christian, big C, big C, Christian church. Um, it's going to bring offense, um, which it's meant to. It's meant to be of offensive. It's meant to rock the boat. It's meant to turn tables. It's meant to uh, to shake anything that can be shaken. It's meant to uh, bring you back to a very raw de decision on what you're going to do. And it's meant to... Uh, bring you back to what is your first love and what's really important, okay? So, um, so we're going to talk about that because, uh, I'm sorry, my, I, you may hear my chair. It's a very squeakity chair. I wasn't able to get any of the other chairs, so, uh, bear with me, uh, as I bear with this chair. Um, re this revival that is coming, and as a matter of fact, actually, you know, I, I, it's just like a, a Proverbs or some things that, you know, like, uh, that's so poetic in scripture. It's like, uh, um, this revival that is coming, um, well, as a matter of fact, it has already come. Um, and, and it has, it has already begun. It has already started. Um, and, uh, I've been a part of it and it's happened in the here and there in the little pockets, uh, in the U S in Europe and other parts of the world of uh, this 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 rising this reviving of of the church and it's happening in um in people and in places that um would be considered um like the Bixie Bixie Christian church um as far as their like um um their list of uh, Christian and looks and revival and looks and here's, you know, what it sounds like and all that. It's, it's going to be offensive 
because it's going to be those that they don't consider, um, well, they consider foolish and, and, and that they don't consider, um, up to par. And, and as a matter of fact, it has already begun and, and it's already, it's already got that, um, that, um, that way about it, that, that, that people are a bit put off, uh, by it. And yes, I will say that, um, that revive this revival began in 2016. It began, uh, there at Deliverance Bible Church. Um, and it has been offensive. <laughs> it has been offensive ever since. It has rocked the boat ever since. And, um, both individually and corporately, it's a boat rocker. It's a table turner. It's a shaker. Um, it's, it's meant to confound. And the reason for that is because the Lord is bringing us back to a very simplistic and raw, uh, um, walk with him. We've gotten to where we are too comfortable in, in a, a, a rule setting of A, B, and C has to be done in order for a Holy Spirit to come in. Like the lights have to be just right. The sound has to be just right. And the ambiance has to be just right in order for Holy Spirit to come in. And instead of working, um, instead of letting Holy Spirit come and working with him, it's we're going to do this and make Holy Spirit come as if Holy Spirit is some kind of uh, a puppy that uh, you, you know, you got to make it look good for him to come to you. Uh, and, and that's not the way Holy Spirit is. Holy Spirit's not that way. Holy Spirit is the very presence and spirit of God, and he doesn't, he doesn't play games. Um, and, uh, and we've so often put him in this, this box, this pocket, um, and this place setting of here, this is where you're going to be. And this is what you're supposed to look, we want you to look like, and this is how we want you to come. And, and we're going to even display ourselves as if you are with us and we're even going to teach other people how to sound like they're anointed and how to sound like they have Holy Spirit with them. And we're going to make certain things look like Holy Spirit is there. Um, and, and so people are going to act in certain ways and we're going to have certain people in places. Yes, this happens. People in certain places amongst the congregation that will look like Holy Spirit is there and act like Holy Spirit is there. So people can go, whoa. The Lord moved today. And then there's the very normal, uh, uh, holy, you know, of people worshiping and it looks, uh, you know, very normal or it just some, you know, and, and they say, oh, the Lord moved today. And we've forgotten what it looks like when Holy Spirit moves. We've forgotten what it sounds like when Holy Spirit comes and the wind blows and the oil falls and the wine pours out and the fire burns within us. We've forgotten what that still small voice sounds like as he speaks to us. We've forgotten it all, all of it and, 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 and what it looks like and what it sounds like. And the Lord is going to use people that, um, don't, have their box checked according to proper decorum of 
church or level of Christness. Not saying that they're not born again. They are born again. They are spirit filled. They are anointed. Uh, they are moving and grooving with the Holy Spirit. Okay, but it's going to confound the wise. And um, and I'm going to read scripture. I'm going to read this now. And uh, let's see, we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 1, starting in verse 18, and we're just going to go through. This is the Lord's telling me. All right. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it, is, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews, a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty and not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glorifies, let him glory in the Lord. Now the, the revival that's coming in and yet I say coming in and yet has already begun. This revival, this that has been shaking uh, those around us and, and begun in these little pockets, these little areas, this revival that has begun, that will shake the four corners of the world, watch, watch it. It will come. It will confound the church. It will confound the scribes of the church. It will confound the learned men of the church. It would confound the denominational uh, uh, um, uh, lists and rules of the churches today. It will confound. It will come in and it will infiltrate the most religious of denominations and it will move people and the Holy Spirit will do his job and will move them and they will, they will be revived. They will become, they will come alive, but it won't be what you think it will be. It will be those that will completely confound it all. And those that come in born again into this church, let me tell you this too. Those that are coming into the church, those that are becoming born again, and those who will become born again because of revival, because of the souls that will be coming in, because of how God is reviving people, they will also confound the church because they will not be the uh, what's considered 
correct in the church. Now, I was in South America for a period of time, and I was doing missions for a week in both Argentina and Chile, okay? And uh, I was in main cities. And um, in both of those cities, there was... Um, there were those that came to us completely surprised that we looked the way we looked, and yet we said we were believers in Christ. And um, we got it from people that were both not born again and people that were born again, those that were Christians or said they were Christians, and they came to us talking to us. Um, they were upset that uh, we looked the way we looked, and were preaching Jesus. And uh, one person even said that one person told me I was false because I was a woman and I was dressed the way I was. And, and some of us had uh, uh, plugs, like our ears were stretched. And, uh, and some of us had uh, hair that wasn't our natural color. And, um, and we looked like, they said we would look like the world. So how could we be Christians and how could we be preaching and look like the world? And I, and I said, sir, um, it's interesting that you say this because I've had people that are not believers that have come up to me because we looked like the world and, and have been confused because they were told they weren't welcomed in to your churches, that you didn't welcome them. And here we are coming, talking about Jesus and looking the way we look. And, and they said that they felt like um, they were loved. Like we actually loved them and we were telling them truth. Be not so much of what we looked like, you know. I'm not saying go and change the way you look or anything like that. But we welcomed them. We didn't tell them that they had to cover their tattoos or they had to close the plugs in their ears or, uh, that they had to, uh, the, the women had to wear dresses and, and not wear unnatural hair colors and, and not wear makeup and not wear their piercings and, um, and no longer, uh, go around on skateboards. And we didn't tell them that, um, in order to be born again, you had to stop all of that. We told them when you're born again, the Lord, the Lord, puts a new heart in you and you become who the Lord wants you to be, not who man wants you to be. And so, um, he was, that, that's when he told me, Oh, you're false. You're false. And I said, well, um, God, God came to me when I asked him to, to, to prove himself and he proved himself and I gave everything to him. And he changed me, completely transformed me. And I am not the same. I said, I grew up in church where men had to wear suits and women had to wear dresses. I grew up in that. But there's nowhere in the Bible that says that a woman has to wear a dress of a certain length and it has to be jean dresses and she has to have a doily in her hair and men have to wear suits. There's nothing in the Bible that talks about that. And I said, but if this is offensive to you, I encourage you, my brother in Christ, to ask yourself why this is offensive to you and to go to the Lord and ask him, is he offended by me? And then ask yourself, is, if the offense is of Christ or if the offense is of your flesh? And 
um, he left um, saying, okay, I'm going to pray about this. And I said, good, good. And I will pray that the Lord shows you truth. And it's not what man says, but it's what Holy Spirit says. I will pray the Holy Spirit falls upon you and shows you truth. That's what I want more than anything for you. I want you to live in the freedom of Christ. And he said, okay, I can agree with that. And I said, good, good. Then let's agree that Holy Spirit's going to reveal truth to you about this today. And you're going to be, uh, to walk in freedom and liberty and in this. And he's like, okay, okay. So he walked away promising that he was going to pray about it and see why there was offense and to find out if the Lord was offended by it. But in other places, uh, we were told that not even cripples were allowed in their churches because they didn't have enough faith to be healed before coming into church. Dang, right? Um, so, um, so this revival that is coming and yet it has already begun it will be offensive it will it will question what you know and it will get you to wondering am i offended because of christ or am i offended because of the flesh or because of what man has told me to be offended about you know um there was a young man that came to our door not too long ago um, to, um, to preach the gospel. And um, I was not in the position to really do too much because I was alone. And I was hoping that my husband would get home in time. And, and he did. He finally he came home and the guy was still on the street. And my husband chased him down to talk to him. And this young man had recently been born again, but he uh, was in a denomination that um, was very strict upon things. And when my husband told him how he got born again, the guy told him, uh, no, somebody was supposed to be with you that preached the gospel to you. And he's, my husband goes, yes, Holy Spirit preached the gospel to me. He pricked my conscience. And um, this young man wasn't sure what to say about that because he was told and taught by man that it had to be a certain way in order to be born again. And you had to say certain things in your prayer of repentance to be born again. And so what my husband was saying brought offense to him. But my husband encouraged him to read scripture and, and ask the Lord about it. And to seek the Lord about it, not, not just go to man and ask them what they think, but come and seek the Lord and seek scripture and ask the Lord for truth. And so, um, um, this is something that would bring offense. This revival is going to bring offense. This revival is going to bring people, um, into the faith, into, into uh, not, not just the faith, but, but. They're going to get born again. There's people coming in that, that, that are not yet born again that will be born again because of what's going to happen and because of the, this revival. And they're not going to look, act, or be um, according to this list. They are going to be the Rahabs of this revival. They are going to be the Ruths of this revival, the the the... Um, they are going to be that the outcasts and the people that 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 others would look at and say, how can they be born again? They're going to come from 
the out of the woodworks, alive and and joy just pouring out of them, and you are going to be offended. You're going to be offended, and, and they're not going to know uh, a church rules and church decorum, and it's going to bring offense. But these are going to be the preachers, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, the pastors. Uh, these are going to be those who um, will um, come with such a fire in them. And God's going to use them mightily, mightily. This is the next generation that's going to come in and God's going to use it to shake the church. And, and they're going to shake whatever can be shaken. And you could say, oh, well, you know, I saw that, that movie about the Jesus people. And, and what happened with them and Frisbee and all that. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see what you're talking about, Wimber. And, and, and I know about um, all these people that came in from the Jesus, that, that were the Jesus freaks, the Jesus people. And, um, and, and yeah, it's going to be like that. There's always a generation that's going to be a little oddballish in order to shake the church. And they came in to shake the church. Well, the church needs to be shaken again. Because some of them are born again and they got a little comfortable in the church. And they've allowed certain things to creep in and make them whitewashed tombs. And, and make them uh, uh, wise instead of uh, simply loving Jesus and a little law abolish in the eyes of the big CC Christian church. Because God will, will come and he will purify the bride of Christ. And this revival is bringing a purification to the bride of Christ. Because purification of the bride of Christ doesn't mean that suddenly you wear a tie and you wear, um, uh, women wear clothes from the 1960s and they look like Mrs. Beaver. You know, like that's, that's, that's not, that's not what it means. And every generation has a different way of looking and things like that. I mean, it's, it's the way it is, but we can't hold on to the flesh and the rules of the flesh in order to look pure and holy and sanctified. That's not the way it is. No, a generation is coming in this revival that will not look and sound and be what we would list off of proper. They're not going to be proper. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be crazy in love with Jesus. They're going to be full of the Holy Spirit. They're going to come with joy. And they're not going to be how you want them to be. And they will shake the very foundations of what you think a Christian is. And they're going to come in and they're going to shake it all. Shake what can be shaken. Now, does that mean that, that everything is suddenly going to be a bit unorthodox and raw? No. 
No, there will be those that will still hold out to the rules and regulations of what they deem this, the big CC is. And that's, you know, okay. You know, as long as they get to heaven, you know, as long as they love Jesus and they make it to heaven, you know, hey, check it off. Um, but there's, there's a generation, there's a revival coming that has a desire for raw, the raw and tangible presence of God. And they won't be satisfied with anything but that. And they're going to go out and they're going to, 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 to go out with this raw and tangible presence of God. And it's going to be like a first century church all over again. Because they don't want anything. Anything but him. Nothing else matters. Nothing else satisfies the way he satisfies. There's no greater love than his love. And many even are going to commit themselves to Christ. Just like, what was it, Paul? Paul talked about? But that's what this revival that's coming in, it will be raw. It will be undone. It will be beautiful. And you say, oh, but there's supposed to be order. There will be order. Just not your kind of order. There will be... Um, there will be a uh, order of authority, just not what you call order of authority, but it will be biblical because Holy Spirit doesn't do anything that's unbiblical, but it will shake. It will shake everything that can be shaken. It will turn tables. It will leave you to have to answer something in a yes or no question. Do you want this or not? And that's where you're going to be and that's where you're going to stand in this revival that is coming. And let me tell you, we need this revival. The church needs this revival. The world needs us to be revived. And it's coming. It's coming. Because it's already here. But the wave that's going to go across the world is coming. It's a small wave now. And it has offended many. And some have criticized. Because it shakes things. And oh, don't rock the boat. But it will rock the boat. And it will completely capsize you. But it's biblical. It's Holy Spirit led. And it will completely. Sweep the nations. And it will bring those that you thought were loveless, that you thought were hopeless, it will bring them in. And that's all I have, actually, for this episode. Be ready. Be ready for this. Put your, put your heart in a place of, am I ready for such a raw and tangible presence 
to leave me undone and have me questioning what I truly put my faith in. Do I, am I putting my faith in the big CC and their rules and regulations and religion? Or have I put my faith in Christ? Where he can shake me, where he can move me, where he can purify me, where he can remove the dross in my life that I'd rather not have. Because if I could be closer to him in any way, God, I want to be closer to you. Be ready for this. Make your hearts ready. Do not be hardened. Don't let your hearts be hardened. Do not be like the Israelites in their rebellion. When they hardened their hearts toward God. And they could not enter his rest because their hearts were hardened. Be open. Make yourself yielded to the Holy Spirit. And say, Holy Spirit, come in and whatever you want to do and whatever you want to make this next worldwide revival to look like, I want to be a part of it. So however it looks and however crazy it is and however it rocks my boat, let it rock, let it shake, let it turn. Everything that I think is of you but is not of you, remove it, take it away. I want to be a part of this. I want my feet in it. I want my hands in it. I want my whole body in it. I want to be undone by it. Ruin me forever. And let me only be satisfied when I'm standing in your very presence. And let your kingdom come until then. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven so that I may walk in you and be with you every step of the way so that when I am finally my body is at rest my spirit is with you and I can go oh it's just like the way it has been with you so far but it's even more so now I have a purified body that can handle your very presence and I will remain for all eternity undone by you standing with you in heaven be ready be ready for this and don't let your hearts be hardened. Don't grow offended by this, but be ready for what God is going to do. Yield yourself to Holy Spirit. And whatever he wants, whatever he wants and whatever it looks like, because I'm telling you, if you let yourself be led by Holy Spirit, he will not lead you away from, from right and truth. He will not lead you astray. He will not put you in a place that is demonic. It will always be right and true. But you have to yield yourself to him. It's a matter of faith. Woo, we just brought that back over. It is a matter of faith. It is a choice of faith. Will you stand out? Will you step out in faith and say, I will yield to you and whatever this next revival is going to look like, which has already begun, I will say yes to it. And I want everything, any dross in me that has been standing thinking that this is faith and this is religion that is not of you, I want you to burn it away because anything of not of you is I don't want. It's not worth it. It's not worth putting my faith in. It's not worth putting my trust in. I just want you and you alone. Be merry at his feet. Be merry at his feet. That took faith 
that for what she did took faith. Step out in faith and be yielded to the Holy Spirit and be yielded to what he's going to do because watch and see. It's coming. It's coming. It is already here. Now, I'm going to go ahead and end with this. Um, but I really pray that you take this in and and prepare f for what is coming. It's good. It's very good. Um, but if you have any questions, feel free to message me on um, my Instagram, Aubrey CD Speaks. I'd be happy to answer any of your questions or or pray for you if you want prayer. Um, but um, I'm going to end it for today. And you guys be blessed.